Hey, when you hear that music, you know it's time for another exciting morning, afternoon, or evening, whenever you listen to this exciting podcast on the Lighter Side of Baseball. Uh, and today, in a little while, we're going to be joined by none other than our co-host, Craig Kashan. Craig, been busy with the Milwaukee Bucks and the Bucks tearing up the Central Division of whatever league they're in, or maybe they're in the Eastern Division. I don't follow NBA. I don't really follow the uh, NCAA activity, although I did go out last night and watch Michigan State drop a close one in overtime to Kansas State. Uh, the only team from Kansas still in it, the number one ranked Jayhawks. How they were ranked number one is beyond me. They lost seven games. They had no business being a one, maybe a three, but be that as it may, they probably didn't want them to play in Kansas City, and the NCAA got their wish. So the University of Texas will play tonight in Kansas City, so that kind of gives you an idea. It's Friday morning, and uh, baseball opening day is Thursday. Next Thursday, we don't have to say a week from anything. It's uh, next Thursday, and I, for one, am pumped up for both the uh, – Cubs home opener on March 30th. Are you kidding me? Who makes these schedules? You know, there's there's 10 teams that are in super warm climates, you know, from Miami to San Diego and a lot of other places that aren't going to potentially get freezing rain, snow, sleet, or that have roofs over their heads, you know, like Milwaukee. So... We're opening, we, I don't take any ownership or real any fan interest anymore in Ricketts. And I'm still a Cub fan, I guess, and a Sox fan now. Yes, there are certain individuals who come around to both teams. And I've come around to the White Sox mainly because they got rid of Larusa and they signed Ben Attendee, one of the great names in baseball. Not as good as Randy Rosarina. Oh, my God. What a stud that guy is. Anyway, going to make a few technical adjustments here. I think we're in, in good shape. Uh, speaking of Randy Rosarina, we'll get back to opening day. Why the Cubs aren't opening in Milwaukee? Are you kidding me? I mean, flip-flop the Cubs and the White Sox every once in a while. Give Jerry the chance to open up in the snowstorm. White Sox open up on April 3rd. It's not much better five days after the Cubs open up, and they open up against the San Francisco Giants. Now, there is a legendary rivalry. The White Sox versus the Giants. Are you uh, Really, who makes up these schedules? Now, this year's different. It's a, quote, balanced schedule, close quote, meaning that there are still rivalries between, for example, the Royals and the Cardinals will play four games, whereas most of the other teams that you don't see regularly, you'll play three. And the um, games could be in a way, they could be home. You just don't know. And so uh, that's kind of what's going on with that. Um, We have some important information coming from Craig Kashan. He's ready to jump on. We need to take Mr. Kashan when we can. So for the present time, I'm going to pause this recording and uh, work the keyboard and uh, all this fancy electronic equipment to see if we can't get Craig Kashan to uh, to join the show. So in the meantime, uh, let's put you on hold and we'll be right back. Hey, everybody, we are back, and we have, as promised, our co-host. Actually, he's a star. I just set him up with lob pitches. Craig Kashan of the uh, Milwaukee Bucks and Brewers and one of our favorite guys in the world to uh, have a bottle of, I guess now we have a bottle of water and some steak. And What's going on, man? <laughs> hey, I'm just watching late night March Madness when I can, a little... Uh... World Baseball Classics, some spring training baseball, 
Uh, Milwaukee Bucks are hot still. So I've, I've got a lot of good stuff going on, man. How about you? Um, you know what? I'm waiting for opening day. I am uh, probably not going to go out till Sunday. But yeah, I mean, I'm watching golf, which is probably kind of indicative of how old I'm getting. And I watch a little bit of uh, spring training baseball. Watched. I really got caught up in the World Baseball Classic, and I was sort of uh, it fizzled for the Japan USA game, sort of, although maybe from purist standpoints. But I don't know. Did you watch any of the? Um, well, the the good games were the the semifinal games. I thought Mexico USA and then Japan. Yeah, Japan. I saw bits and pieces of those, and um, <clears throat> and then um, the uh, the finale between Japan and. And USA too had that on and um, impressive stuff. You know, I, I, I don't know if we've talked a lot about it, but um, I, I did go to a couple of the games, not this year, but the last time they were in Phoenix a few years back and they're off the charts entertaining to go to. I mean, when these players say it's the, the greatest baseball experience they've, they've had, even past their current playing career, no matter what they've done. Um, it is, I, I think it's true. I believe them. It, it's a really, really cool atmosphere. And it's, um, it's a page that baseball, you just don't get uh, for 162 games or even the playoffs for that matter. I, I just don't think, I, I think they're really cool. And, um, and um, you know, they, I don't know. Everyone's saying they shouldn't be in the spring and and move them to like midsummer or after the regular season or something like that. It doesn't sound like they're going to move them, but um, they're no, fun. I don't, I don't think they should. It gets to the the same problem the NHL had. You know, they they tried to accommodate the All Star uh, break with the Olympics four years ago, and finally the commissioner said, "Now nah, we're not doing that anymore. We're not taking a break to play in the Olympics." And and frankly. I thought most of the guys I saw were obviously they had been training somewhere before. So they were pretty close to up to speed for the regular season. I thought the only one that, that I thought looked really kind of rusty and I didn't watch every game and every inning, but I thought trout was probably about a couple weeks behind. Now he, you know, like anything else, these guys make their, their batting averages off of hitting cripples, you know, hitting the, hitting against the third, fourth, and fifth starter. And uh, I thought Trout, even though he probably hit 350 during the playoffs, was just late on everything. And, and at least in the Japan game and maybe the Mexico game, he kind of fisted a couple in the right field for hits. But your guys were good. I mean, I think I sent you a note or something. I mean, uh, Williams was friggin' lights out. And um, Telez had a pretty good uh series and then uriah urias or what you know whatever the yeah, he named like the planet urias uranus whatever <laughs> his name is you know he, he blasted a really really awesome home run which i don't think he does much for the brew crew yeah no they <clears throat> they enjoyed it they had uh they had some good moments i mean i think that's pretty cool to see and and um you know i i think those i think those big moment experiences can can hopefully relay to what they're doing now you know with their with their regular season clubs and stuff like that too so you know i any any type of high level uh high competition experience especially when you have success at it i think is just a major major bonus and so from our our point we were selfishly happy to see that that's for sure yeah, I thought that, you know, it was basically, excluding the the <clears throat> Brewers, it was like the Philadelphia Phillies show, the California Angels show, and um, the Cardinals. You know, they yeah. they were the, the teams. I thought Goldschmidt kind of looked old, and I'm hoping that carries over to this year. I thought Gallego or whatever their bullpen guy was got lit up and never got an out. I thought that was pretty good. So I found myself rooting you know, this shows how much I dislike the Cardinals. I rooted against them as their Team USA and and uh, didn't didn't cost them anything. But and Goldschmidt got a bunch of hits. I mean, he's he's fine. But um, yeah, man, the Phillies are. You know, I, we're getting ready to do our predictions, and I know you've been staying up all night working on it. 
Um, you could tell with the bags under my eyes. A little baggy under the eyes, but uh, like yeah. I said, some nourishment is on the way. Some help from Kansas City. That gives you a clue what's going to show up in your driveway. But be that as it may, the, the last thing I want to say about the World Baseball Classic, and it it goes with the Fox broadcasts of every game in the World Series that John Smoltz takes a part in. They're not fun. You think, is there one game that you've ever listened to you broadcast where you're not laughing a little bit or making kind of a good road humor or your broadcast or, or please act or you name it. But Smolsey never, I don't think he's ever heard of the word funny. That's, interesting. That's, a, that's an interesting take on your part. I, you know, I, uh, I'm just, I'm just used to having these guys be pretty straightforward with everything anymore. It's no and, fun. Are they going to yeah. get, maybe, they, I don't know. I mean, you You've got guys that, that probably fall into that same pattern without you commenting or me naming uh, BA by by name. But you know, I I watch it for fun. I don't watch. I'm not taking notes on what John Smoltz tells me. And all of a sudden now, like Tom Verducci, he's a frigging batting expert. I mean, jeez, yeah. let's have some fun. I mean, like Mike Mike Shannon was more entertaining. I, I don't know. I, you know me, I love broadcasting. I wanted to be one. I'm frustrated. I got this show that only ten or 15,000 people listen to with you, and they like you better. So I can understand that. But have some fun, man. You know? Have some fun, please. It's uh, it's rare, man. It's rare. It's rare. I, I don't know if we're, if we're um, so deep into worrying about what we say that might offend somebody. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's hard to explain, but um, we're we're definitely deep into that. That's for sure in this world. But well, uh, and not to, I mean, Smoltz, <laughs> Hall of Famer, great career in both the bullpen and starting. He's a smart as Bob Costas. So when the two of them get together, it's like Colgate versus Princeton. I, I just <laughs> want something. The only thing that was funny, he. Smolsey by the end couldn't pronounce a word and he had to go to it's it's not Joe Buck and it's not Joe it's Joe Davis and and that poor guy he says a little bit about the play-by-play and then Smoltz man they're in they're they're in the moment that anyway the other exciting thing Randy Arena, man now that guy had fun I, I don't know how many people and I won't speculate as to who the people were, but he kept flirtatiously dealing with fans, throwing stuff into the stands. And you're right. I want to go see a, a game next next time they play in 2026 because he's a hoot. Yeah. Yeah. Well you gotta go. I I would I would, you know, encourage every single one of our fifteen thousand listeners. Maybe more. Uh, if they haven't, maybe more to uh to try to attend one of those games like if they do the the phoenix miami thing again which they uh, uh, probably would i mean you have you have ample opportunity to to go to your warm destination and and check it out um and then then the other thing is how that game ended too i mean how do you how do you script otani and trout facing each other you know with everything on the line well, I know that you keep up to date with every 150 editions of On the Lighter Side of Baseball, but in case you missed this last one that I did before the Japan USA, I predicted who would be playing in it, and I predicted the game would end on Trout and Otani. Now, maybe wow. maybe you have to infer a little bit of what I said if anybody goes back and listens, which they probably will now because we have interested fans that like to, you know, Correct me, but anyway, I laughed at it. It was the shortest podcast I've ever done. I went back and listened to it just to see whether I would even publish it. And spot on, man. I was like, spot on. It was like Nelly in a four for four day, man. Uh, old Nelly belly. Hey, let's before your tree guys come and you have to, you know, here's another thing. This show's great. People love it when you're on. I listen to like the score with all these famous. Guys from Chicago that are, you know, uh, 
have their nicknames and they have their four-hour sports talk on ESPN. They don't. They're they're horrible. We're, we we ought to be. Uh, we need a we need a pod agent, man. I'm going to look for a pod agent. <laughs> Not really. We're going to retire. We're going to hang. Pod agent up. sounds like you need to. You need to go to the bathroom. You need a pod agent. <laughs> it's a pod agent. <laughs> I ha- I did watch Away with um, oh man, what's her name? She was great. It was like on Netflix, and it was they didn't they didn't renew it. It was like um. Oh, Hillary Swank. If you have Netflix and you want to, it was cool. Yeah. They went to Mars and then they landed on Mars and then Netflix decided that it cost too much per show. So they never got back. They just dumped them. Wow. But no, I haven't seen that one. Check it out. All right. Here's the other thing I thought of last night as I was going through my predictions. And that is you can pretty well take each division, especially in the National League. Cross off two teams. So that leaves three in each division, three divisions, three times. We've got nine teams that are fighting for six spots. Okay. That's probably about right. I think that's right. I um I went back and I looked at last year's and we were, you know, between the two of us, we may have transposed, but we got almost everybody that was in the playoffs. Now, is that anything to toot your horn about? I don't know. Well, I mean, it would. Sw- I mean, what is it? Twelve teams, right? Yeah, they're twelve so, I mean, teams. So let's a little easier to to make that prediction versus you know six or eight. The American League is going to be a little tougher when we get to that. Do you know who's in the American League? No, I, I was. I didn't know we were doing the American League. <laughs> well, here's the deal. They call I missed it a, that in our production meeting. They call it a balanced. I thought we went over this. They call it a balanced schedule. So the Brewers are going to play everybody in baseball because in the major leagues this year. Yeah, <laughs> you need to. All listen. right, good. I'm in. You need to listen to your production team in Milwaukee. Are you going to have? Are you going to do every pregame and postgame, or do you have to share with somebody? You have to share. Boo! You wouldn't want to overtax this guy. You know, I'm semi-retired. Are you going to – well, that'll give you more time for on the lighter side of baseball. Plus, well, we also, we also have to uh, continue covering the playoff-bound Milwaukee Bucks. So we have, we have oh, a lot man. going on. That's a bummer. Um, 24th of April, you guys play the Red Sox in the afternoon. Are you Have you got your schedule? Yeah. While you're thinking, I just want to see if you're – that's an afternoon game, which would set up for a night at – at um hey is brian ward are wards is wards open on sunday no oh man there goes well i guess we could do it saturday night and the game sunday uh i am working good all right put it down man dinner with me we'll work on it all right right. i have to fly to milwaukee because the construction on the kennedy expressway is like it's like you don't want to when you, if you come to Chicago, which I guess, you know, is it Bally Sports still? Is that yeah, still why don't you just take the train? Take a train. Good idea. Yeah. I love that. Man, they don't call you the star for nothing, baby. That's cool. I'm like the problem solver, man. You are, because uh, I've got that as my day to go with the roof and the Red Sox. So that'll be pretty good. All right. Let's do, uh, since you're familiar with the National League. I have made my pick, so I want to uh, – you want to go first? We'll yeah, do, I can do that. Let's let's go from the east to the west to the central. Okay. All right. Uh, so we're just going to pr- predict how each division is going to uh, unfold? Yes, today. Okay. Not, not just a division winner? Not just a division winner. All right. So I'm looking at the east um, – I, I just think the Braves are too deep that they they will definitely win that division to despite uh the Mets spending eight trillion dollars on their on their salary. Uh yeah. less a closer. Well yeah, Edwin Edwin Diaz is out for the whole year. That's unbelievable. But, Celebrating. Uh, I so mean you- that's that's a huge I mean, they'll that's- figure it out over time, but that that's big, obviously. 
So well, and Cody Bellinger it never was the same after he did a you know forearm shiver with the on deck hitter after he hit a home run. He had shoulder injuries and he altered his swing and now he's with the Cubs. So I mean, yeah. don't celebrate, you know. And I know the the international guys celebrate, you know, a, a walk, but yeah. Know, that's funny. Well, I go with the Braves, and then I'll go with the Mets. Um, I think Philly's going to contend at some point. That might be the team that gets hot at the end of the season and does some damage in that uh, division. Obviously, Harper's going to be out for, I don't know how long, half the season, first two months, it sounds like, at least. Right. Um, and then it doesn't matter what Miami and Washington do. They'll, they'll, they'll battle for last. So... That's kind of, you know, so under my theory, how I look at the, that division. So under my theory, you throw out two teams right away, and that would be the Nationals and the Marlins. I agree. Right. Yeah. Um, I haven't looked at my predictions since I wrote them down yesterday, and my mind doesn't work like that anymore. I have the Phillies winning it. Really? I've got the Braves finishing second and the Mets finishing third. Wow. I don't think they like their owner. But, you know, when it comes down to the six teams in the playoffs, probably, well, we'll get back to that in a little bit. I'll throw that in as a surprise to you. But, I mean, it's really not going to be a, a major function of brain power when we go back because there are some teams you can immediately throw out to get to my nine deal. So, okay. Am I, have I lost you like I've lost the other 15,000 people? No, we've got we've got a few that are still remaining that can comprehend what, where you're going. Okay, that's good. I don't that's think anybody good. agrees with you, but speaking of funny, do you have you ever heard of John Warden? He's kind of the Euchre wannabe guy that he he was four and one in nineteen sixty eight with the Detroit Tigers. And he's the only guy on the team that never got into the World Series. And he's gonna be a guest on the lighter side. He's a pretty funny guy. He's got nothing. How you know him? What's uh, through, I'm glad you asked that question. Through David Earl Nelson, our good friend, when he had a St. Croix tournament, Warden would go out there and kind of be the master of ceremonies at the award banquet when they'd give me the award for the low score. Anyway, so he, he's a great. <laughs> and then uh, for the second year in a row, a guy who I don't have to ever ask a question to was Mike Diaz, who his claim to fame was batting in between Bonds and Bonilla when he was a pirate. and spending five years in the Cubs minor league system without ever getting a cup of coffee. That's pretty amazing. And wow. So you ask him, hey, Mike, how's it going? And then he talks for an hour, and I go, good to talk later, buddy. <laughs> Unreal. He's absolutely fascinating. He's a good, you know, he, he seems pretty good. Yeah, That's great. Yeah, it's pretty funny. All right, back to the, um, where were we? The, the National League West. Who do you got? Right. Uh, I, I'm going to say the Padres have done it that they will surpass the LA Dodgers this time around. Um, obviously they, they're, they're to a position about as talented as anybody in the league. Um, you know, they added Bogarts, they've got Machado, Tatis, uh, Soto already. Josh Hader's going to be their full year closing form. They've got a decent starting rotation. Um, and I, I don't know about you, but I I have to believe at some point it's got it's going to be difficult for the Dodgers to keep their interest in drive and desire at such a high level year after year after year. Um I, I just think this is the Padres year. So I'm going San Diego, the Dodgers, and then the other three in the don't matter category, the Giants, Diamondbacks, and Colorado. Um, yeah, I, I think those three, you're right. And the only potential if are the giants, but I don't see it, you know, as a, as a potential, one of the six in the playoffs, but no way. I mean, no way. Um, I'm not seeing it. So there you got three teams you can throw. And I keep out. going back like with the giants two years ago, whether they win 107 games Yeah, came back to earth yesterday. I mean, last, last year, um, I don't know if we're going to get something of in between there or how that'll work, but uh, 
you know, they, uh, they, they didn't land anybody big. That's for sure. Like I know that they hope, but yeah. And you know, their manager, some days he's hot, some days he's cold. I, I, yeah. I agree. So I've got the Padres like you winning the West and finishing second. I have the giants. Oh, no way. Just pulling off a little miracle. And then the Dodgers and then the Rockies. And how long is Bud Black going to be? What? Why don't they move to Las Vegas or something? I mean, God, they're just horrible. And then the D-backs are worse. They may be worse than the Pirates. I, I don't, don't know, know, man. man. That's, that'll, be, oh. uh, that'll be a battle we won't want to keep track of. That's for sure. I mean, what? here's a question that's totally... Off the subject, why didn't Hader play in the World Baseball Classic, do you think? Well, I mean, how many star pitchers played in the Classic? Not well, not as, nearly as many as position players. Their, their starting pitching sucked. Their bullpen was pretty good, you know. Um, they had, um, I mean, really, Williams was their star, but he pitched the eighth. They had somebody in the seventh. <laughs> I don't know. But, but you know, I'm, you could, you could, right. I mean, Williams could have closed. Obviously, he was a great setup guy, but he's not, he's oh, not Presley. premier yet, you know, like, like Hader's premier. And right. a lot of the premier guy, pitchers didn't participate. Well, and Presley's become premier, even though he's not one of the more known guys because of the World Series and the playoffs that the Astros have had. I mean, he's pretty lights out. Uh, yeah. So he did pretty well. You know, again, there's in the two divisions, we've already totally eliminated the Giants, the D-backs, the um, Rockies, the um, and the Washington and Miami. Washington and Miami. Thanks, man. But see, there's no wonder that you're not the backbone, the cleanup hitter on this cast. I mean, it's, now I'm going to go at some point and go down the payrolls and it's going to be like I've said every year, 70% chance if you're in the top 10 payrolls and it's maybe even more pronounced. I mean, if you wanted to be cynical and I'm not, but how in the world can you have a competitive sport like major league baseball, where you have a team payroll of 40 million versus a team payroll of 400 million. You know, it's it's shame on Manfred, the wonder dog. But anyway, we'll get back to that central division, baby. This is where your knowledge comes out. Not that it doesn't come out all the time. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, all right. I'm going I'm going Brewers. St. Louis, uh, who Chicago, Pittsburgh, I heard the Brewers, Cincinnati. Brewers, Cardinals, Cubs. Pirates, Reds. And I don't have a particular argument for anybody in any of those slots any greater than the next one. I think it's going to be tight. This is a division that will probably win the fewest games to win the division. And hopefully a second team will get hot and get into the uh, playoff race in the final two weeks of September and also garner a wild card spot. Well, my prediction, unlike last year, when I surprised the mighty Craig Kishon and I came out with the crew in first place, the Cardinals in second, Cincinnati third, the Cubs fourth, and the Pirates fourth. That was that was last year. It's a little down on the Cubs. I've, you know, I've, I'm, I've gone with the Kool-Aid, and I'm predicting with the addition of Eric Hosmer and Bellinger and Dansby Swanson, who's hitting point oh two nine in spring training, $177 million the Cubs paid him. I'm going with the Cubs, then the Cardinals, sorry, buddy, the crew, and then the throwaways, the Reds and uh, the Pirates. Now, doesn't take a lot of imagination for this starting lineup to be at Wrigley Field, playing third base Chris Bryant, shortstop Javi Baez, second base Nico Horner, third base Anthony Rizzo, in left field Hap, and center field 
whoever and in right field say a Suzuki, you know, there you go. Instead, oh, we can go get another Baez or we can go get another hater. Give me a break. If these owners can't keep the stars, then I say, really, don't I come on, will you agree with me? Not not that I want you to say anything about Mr. Antanasio because he's a great guy and he donated, he matched the pot in the Dave Nelson lottery the other couple of years ago. That, that was, was great. That was no, fun. It uh no, I mean I, I hear you. It's uh it's it pisses I mean, me off. I, I think you know, I think the situation when I say piss be, on a family show, you're generally the guy that moderates. Well, here's my take on that. And and I I'm not big into this whole salary market thing like you are. And I know that you're exhausting your audience every single week with that, but whatever. I get it. It's a passion of yours. But I, I will say this. I, I there are there are two teams that that I have not understood where in the world they are going, quite honestly, more than the Cubs and the Boston Red Sox uh, over the last four or five years. Uh, why do they have losing records? Why aren't they? Why aren't they keeping their guys? Why aren't they going out and getting more? Because they did that for a decade. They both had won a World Series in eight billion years. They got their World Series. Um, you know, the Red Sox won multiple, and, and then all of a sudden, it's like they gave up. Now, yeah. that that you shouldn't be giving up if you're a big market. If you're a small market, you got to reinvent the wheel probably every third or fourth year, maybe once a decade, and and then hope for the best. But that that would be my take on money. That 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 I do not understand um, how those two clubs can be as bad as they are. And by you know, choice, I, I totally agree, and have said that the Dodgers are the opposite. They win the World Series or get to the World Series or get into the World Series, and they add to their team. The Padres dump money into it. The Mets dump money into it. And okay, but the Royals, you win a World Series, and then it's like, oh, okay, we can go to sleep for 10 years because, well, no, you can't anymore. And given the number of people that want to put together a, a consortium to buy a major league team, it just is a, annoying. And and the Cubs are the most annoying. And I. I suppose to Red Sox fans, the Red Sox are even more annoying because here's the other thing. There have been Max Scherzer's and Verlander's and, um, oh, the, the guy with the Yankees. There have been big guys that, that they should go out and get. Instead, they go out and pay Jason Hayward $180 million. Or if you're, if you're going to go out and get somebody, buy an insurance contract, go get a a stud pitcher that's that's you know got some time and overpay for him, but the the Cubs have no star. There's nobody. They don't have a Patrick Mahomes. They don't have a they don't have a yellow a yellow. They don't have anybody with a name at all. I mean, you're not going to pay money to go out and see Stroman or whatever. It's you you hit a hit a nerve, man. Well, I know, and it's and it's you know that again. Um, I've lived with this for fifty plus years. Yeah, you know, since the Brewers have have uh, they've had their their ups and downs. They've had fewer ups than they have downs. That's for sure. Um, and and I'm not I'm not sure what to make of what this season is is going to be like. I mean, there's you know there's some disgruntled players. I think there's some moves out there that could be made that are predictable. I don't know if they will be. Um, and they're, they're, you know, still taking some chances on some guys who have had some good moments in ma in the majors, not lately. And they're hoping to get that back with some of those guys that are new to the club. So again, you're, <clears throat> it's, it's not a perfect science trying to put this puzzle together. But the Brewers still are going to have a really, really good pitching staff. And so I guess you, you got to ride the coattails on that type of a strength because if you had to pick anything uh, to ride on the coattails, it's got to be anybody's pitching staff. So and, they, and they've certainly got an enviable one, that's for sure. Oh, they do. I mean, you got Burns and Woodrow. They, you've got the same guys as last year. In the, I mean, the, pretty much – Burns, Woodruff, 
Peralta, Lauer, and Hauser. And then you throw in Wade Miley that might have five or six wins uh, under his gut. And, uh, you know, the it's, it's just frost me that Major League Baseball with this, whatever they call their little fun that they give the, the lower, the smaller market teams, you know, they give them just enough so it's not embarrassing to the league. But it's not equitable. You know, if you don't have a requirement that everybody pay $110 million minimum on their payroll, it's a joke. You know, it's well, a, I mean, it's a, good- a joke and the Brewers and the and the Whites, well, the Sox and the Cubs now are. But if you've got the Central Division Blues, well, we can win. Well, just to stick up for the Brewers, their payroll is expected to be 120 if not higher, I believe. So, yeah. Well, anyway, uh, in, in you know, my other, my other thought process is the St. Louis Cardinals, who always seem to be there and be the team neither one of you, neither one of us uh, uh, thoroughly enjoys talking about. But, you know, the Wainwright injury is going to be interesting to see, um, you know, when he comes back and, and all that. Wait and, a minute. And I, when did he get hurt? Wainwright's hurt? Yeah, he uh, injured his groin at uh, – uh, warming up for one of those WBC games. So he's he's out for like, they're talking maybe a couple of months. So Well, the dudes should retire. I mean, why he didn't go out with Yachty? Because <clears throat> he's effective, man. He's still, he's still got it. Against the Cubs, maybe. But, you know, that's the other funny thing about the USA, Team USA. Their big studs were Wainwright, who's like 65 years old, and Lynn, who comes in at 2 and 95. Way in. He's the white side. It's a joke. Okay. Let's stay on track. Let's get down to Mr. Kachan. And since you're going to play everybody in the American League, I want to go with the. uh, Let's take the. uh, Do do I need to review who's in the division from the West? (laughs) No, I'll I'll be able to handle it. All right, buddy. I thought you'd be up for the task. So in the AL West, I am going to do the. The same I did in the NL West and give a nod to Seattle and and say that Houston has run its course of, what, six straight division titles, something like that? Seattle. I'm taking Seattle, uh, then Houston, and then the other three don't matter. I don't think the Angels will do any better than what they have been doing with two of the greatest position players. Well, Otani's a two-way. Uh, another stunning development out there. Uh, but anyway, Seattle, Houston, the Angels, Texas, and Oakland. Wow. Seattle, Houston, Angels, and the um, – all right, I've got the Angels winning it. <laughs> this is good. Our, 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 uh, our, our picks are not close. No. I have the Angels, the Astros – the Rangers, the Mariners, and the A's. And uh, really, Seattle in fourth. What's that? You have Seattle in fourth. Yeah. The M's. Wow. I think they were a one-year wonder. Now they Apparently, they have a pretty good pitching staff. So, I don't know. I mean, have you ever watched a game with the West teams? I know you work, so that's one problem. Man, I go to bed at nine. I'm not going to be watching Shohei dish it up. I uh, I watch because they they seem to uh, always flirt with the most no hitters. So when I when I get home, I'll I'll do the no hitter watch and oh. see what those Western teams are doing out there. But uh, I don't know. I <clears throat> I, I kind of like their makeup, and um, you know they no we don't get to see the West very often. We're gonna we're gonna see. I think the Brewers actually go to Seattle this year. Um, but yeah, it'll be. That's It'll cool. be interesting to watch. That's All right, let's sure. do the East. All right. I'm let's gonna go. Okay, here's another one. I, I'm gonna say uh it's Toronto's turn, and the Yankees are gonna get surprised. So I'm gonna go with the Blue Jays, the Yankees, the Rays, Baltimore, and Boston. It's gonna be my AL East. Wow. Man, I hope the game I go to on the twenty fourth of May, you guys are gonna sweep the Red Sox because you aren't putting these guys very high up. No. How can, they, how can they get so bad in that market with the same owner and yeah. um, just, you know, 
Well, they let Bogarts go, isn't he? With isn't, didn't you say he's with the Padres? Yep, yep. How do you do that? Say it. I don't know. I mean, it's crazy. Here's my picks. All right. Have the Yankees winning it? There's a. I went way out on the. Didn't I go crazy on that one? The Jays in second. The Rays, Red Sox, Orioles. Basically the same. Flip flop a little bit. So we haven't we haven't picked it a picked a, the same division winner yet. No, which will be great on October 1st when we predict who'll win the World Series. There you go. Um, I think we have, by a lot of our conversation, whittled the um, 12 teams that are going to get in the playoffs to the um, possibility of taking those 12 from... Right now, I've got about 16, giving who you and I have thrown out. So... There are four teams battling to get into the playoffs, basically. Not to so make we, we need to finish the AL Central before not you to start make your broadcast that. insignificant. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> no, go ahead. The, I'm gonna go Rumble, I'll go and I'm Central. gonna go twins. Twins. Twins, Cleveland. Here's a spoiler alert. We picked all different champions. Nice. Twins, Twins, Cleveland, White Sox, Royals, Tigers. Okay, here's... I picked the White Sox to win. Now that they have Andrew Benatendi. I love Benatendi. God, he's good. I picked Cleveland to finish second. I picked Detroit to finish third. (laughs) Javi Baez. You got to love them. The Twins in fourth and the Royals are gone. Wow. But, again, really the White Sox, Cleveland, and probably the Twins have a chance to be in the playoffs, but I doubt it. So, you know, we have summarily eliminated the Reds, the Pirates, the Nationals, the Marlins, the Rockies, the Diamondbacks, um, the Giants, the Orioles, the Red Sox, the Royals, and Detroit. I mean, those are... Those are just off the top of my head, the guys that, that you know. Yeah. We, it, which is, okay, so is is there any reason to get jazzed for the year, or do we just wait for the playoffs? Uh, no, I think you got to get jazzed for the year because um, I, I think, you know, you, you got to look at the trade situation, uh, how that's going to unfold. You got you to see how the injuries play out, see how how many guys – in certain areas have disappointing seasons that affect teams and stuff like that. There's always going to be a surprise or two. So when, when you guys do your um, shows to get ready for the season, uh, is the, um, is the mood of the broadcast group excited? Are they pumped up for the 2023 campaign? Or are they like, boy, we need to get the bucks done before I get really excited about baseball? No, I mean, on air, I I always look forward to baseball. And I I think the Brewers missed the playoffs by one game last year, one win. Yeah. And, you know, they, there were a lot that got away from them, you know, during the regular season. So, you know, when it, when you lose out by a game, um, and and we saw how the playoffs went too. The playoffs, there were plenty of surprises in the playoffs. Um, you know, when, when you lose out by a game, you, you just, I don't know. I, I'm a big, big believer in when you, when you lose tight games at any point of the six months of the regular season, you can't be nonchalant about it because you're going to lose another one, you know, down the road and down the road after that. And so, you know, It'd be it'd be good to see some killer instinct, uh, you know, develop in some of these clubs and stuff. And and uh, but I, I do look forward, you know, because they've been competitive. They they were in the playoffs four straight years before that, right. and competing. So I mean, it's been a nice run. They just haven't, you know, they've only gone deep in the playoffs one time, and that was back in 2018. Yeah, you raise a bunch of good points. Um, number one, the game on April. Second is just as important as a game on 
October second, you know, yeah, right. Number two, I think that there was a gut check with the Brewers that probably cost them the playoffs, and that was getting rid of Dale Hader or Hader, whatever. Josh Hader, yeah. Josh, yeah. <laughs> I, I want to see if you're still awake. Here are just for the record, folks out there in Radio Land or <laughs> Podcast Land. He's still awake. He's with. I mean, I forgot they only were a game. They were they were one game away from winning the division, right? Or getting. Uh, out. I guess. They no, I, th- I think it was. I think it was to make the a wild card. And the Phillies got it instead of the. Correct. Crew uh, and the Phillies. For all of you that forgot what happened last year, went to the World Series. Yep. And lost to uh, uh, Houston, Dusty Baker. Okay, there we brought that up. Um, here's another thing I don't get, dude. I mean, I really don't get, and this is a broken record right there with all my belly aching about payroll. Why in God's name? There's like 10 or 15 teams in the nice climate. There's teams with a roof. We're playing the, the Cubs. I, I keep saying we. I'm not the Cubs. The Cubs. What's your sweatshirt got on it? What's your sweatshirt got out of it, Jayhawks? Yeah, I got my Cubs shirt on and looking around, there's Uke and no, Joe Madden. Anyway, Uke's right over my shoulder right there. I got a lot of good stuff. You need to come to Oakbrook, Illinois and check out my stuff. You really do. Got, got to check out Pretty the classic. studio in person. It's classic. Yeah. We need to, yeah, on the 24th, um, we're going to get Brian to do a live podcast from Wards. That's one of my bucket list deals. Maybe right. maybe Vinny will be working that day. Come over. All right. Bring a couple bottles of wine, and for them, we, we can't. We were doctors' orders. Can't drink a lot. But anyway, where was I? Oh, my pet. But why aren't we starting the season in Milwaukee with the roof? I don't know. <clears throat> why? Why do the Cubs have to start at home? Did they petition for that, or they do every year? And wow. I think Reinsdorf petitions to not start at home. Because it snows half of April, typically. This is. I wouldn't be surprised if it did again. We're getting snow up here uh, in in Wisconsin on overnight tonight and tomorrow. Another six to eight inches of snow, and that's less than a week to opening day. Do you have any snow on the ground now, or is it clear? We do in our backyard still because of our trees. Um, But tomorrow will be a white Christmas. That's a white white week before Easter. Yeah. So let me ask you this. There are six Major League Baseball teams that have not won a World Series. Ever? Ever. And we have one, two, potentially three of them playoff bound. Whoa. Who are they? I want to know which six they are. Well, I know the Padres. Yeah. Um, the Mariners. Yep. Um, I'm not looking at. I'm not looking at the paper. Um, the the Rangers. Yep. That's three. That's three. That's all I got. My team. The crew. Brewers have never won a World Series. Fifty. They didn't. As the Braves. Well, the Braves, but it's Brewer baseball. It's Milwaukee. Okay. Hey, I'll give you, you a break. The, Bra- the Braves have that world championship trophy in Atlanta, I promise you. Uh, look, I'm not trying to, you know, nitpick or as Nelly would say, what Nelly pick shit with the chickens or whatever his little saying was. <laughs> and so, then uh, Colorado and Tampa are the other the other ones. Okay, I'm going to go out way on the limb. Colorado will never win a World Series, ever, ever, ever in our lifetime, and maybe in my kids' lifetime, and in my grandkids' lifetime. Wow. Never. Wow. Won't happen. That's emphatic. That's emphatic, unless Mark Cuban ends up buying the Colorado Rockies, then then I might change my my opinion. But as it stands now, you need a $500 million payroll to win in in Colorado, and why not have a five hundred million dollar payroll? Who cares? You know, it's not my money. I don't have enough time going to eight games, and then I hope you leave me a ticket in Milwaukee. Okay, so I think that Tampa Bay needs a another a Mark Cuban and a new stadium. 
um, the Padres, out of that group, I would say the Padres have the best chance. Oh, no question. No question. I mean, they have a heads and shoulders above everybody else. I mean, it is crazy what their chances are versus those other teams. Let me I ask mean, you a, a let me ask you a related question. Have the the Cardinals are on that list? Have they won a World Series ever? Hmm. No, they are not on that list. Oh God! Maybe one of the Cardinal fans that listens will call in. Are you crazy? We've won more World Series than not the Yankees. Anyway, I hate the Cardinals. Birds on a bat. Give me a break. Haven't the Cardinals won the second most World Series behind yeah. the Yankees? Yep. Dang. Just gross. You know, and they're, you know, if everything came together and they're pitching, they could they could be there this year, I suppose. Although I don't like their outfield. I like the Brewers outfield better. I don't know what, I mean, any outfield that has Hap in it, I'm a little worried. Yeah. So I think that the Brewers have a shot and, uh, but can you go that far? You know, you've got to get um, lights out, middle relief to win the World Series. You know that that's my. You do, and you you have to. I mean, you can't go. You can't win a World Series with an offense <clears throat> that can't produce much. I mean, yeah. you, you have to. You're not going to win World Series games with a great pitching staff, two to one and three to two. You know, expect to go through a seven-game series at any level to move on to the next series over seven games and and not score more than three runs. I yeah. mean, you guys you were off have to score yeah. runs. Yeah, you're right. What kind of uh, uh, publicity advance hope is Contreras having at catcher for the Brewers? Well, I, I, he is not. He is a a, a great um story because it was it was a trade out of nowhere and i think everyone thinks it, it was arguably the biggest steal offseason trade in baseball period uh considering what they gave up and how they got into that mix to become a third team when it maybe wasn't necessary so um but pe- you know people are pumped you know they're they have, have control a good this guy for four years. He's got a good bat. He's already an all star, and and he's a good dude. So yeah, I thought that the best trade would have been Contreras for Contreras. I don't know why the Cubs didn't do that. Wouldn't that have been cool? Yeah, traded their Contreras, and then you still had a Contreras that you had four years of control over. Yeah, but. Uh, Jet Hoyer is just horrible, and Ricketts is a fool, and they should hire me to not only be the president of baseball operations, the general manager, the vice president, the field manager, the third base coach, and occasionally the broadcaster. How about that? <laughs> I can't believe you saved broadcasting for last. I thought that well, would be on your list. I figured your buddy John Shrimp Scampy's got that sewn up. Oh my God. He's got it. He's well, got it. He tried yesterday. I just watched the game. And at the end of the game, they they filled time because of now the new rules, which we haven't talked much about. The rules, they have a half an hour on Marquee Sports Network to screw around because the games only take two and a half hours instead of the three that they allotted. So J.D. and Shrimp Scampy were out trying to explain the new pitching rules and in particular they spent 95 percent of the time on disengagement from the rubber what's that go come on you know simplify it you can step off or throw the first twice and the third time if you don't pick him off the guy gets to set but he gets another base and if you happen to forget there's a guy in third it's a box guy scores anyway i think the biggest rule I like is the pitch clock and MLB kind of tinkered with that this week by giving a few exceptions to the uh, home plate umpire if it was taking the catcher a long time to put his shin guards on or some crap like that but that and then I think the um, two throws to first going to see more stolen bases and the shift's gone so I'm a happy guy on the rule changes 
Yeah, I mean, I think so far they've been, you know, pretty positive in uh, in spring. Um, I, I wondered at the beginning of all this with the with the shift in uh, the outfielders, the three outfielders being free to go wherever they want, uh, how they were going to work that. And uh, there's been a lot of talk now about on left-handed hitters, the left fielder coming over and playing shallow right because he can do that. So we'll we'll That's see a- if more teams don't do that. That's awesome. I'd like if you're a left-handed hitter and you can't hit to to left field, you're going to see that shift. I I think I really do. So I didn't. You know what? I got to tell you, all I was thinking about is could they move an infielder to become a fourth outfielder, and you can't. Can't. There's nothing saying you're right. That's awesome. That's yeah. Let me. I'm a big fan. I've been talking up this, and I think most people have been kind of positive about the rule change. Um. You know, the Tribune, the Chicago Tribune, and what used to be WGN and the Chicago Tribune and and great journalism and and the leader in, you know, cable news and cable sportscasting. And now that everybody's left and we're stuck with this, I won't say who his name is, but he's their lead sports columnist. So he writes basically saying, you know, I don't really like the – the uh, new rules. And I think during the playoffs, they had to go back to the old rules because it was so much fun watching the world baseball classic with the old rules. And my comment again was this has taken four hours again. This is horrible. He quotes none other than that great Chicago cub, the human rain delay, Steve Traxel. Oh boy. Steve Traxel. And he goes, um, Traxel goes, I think what they should do is uh, go back to the old rules for the playoffs. And um, I know it was painful for some of the umpires. You know, really? How painful? And by the way, there are a bunch of new umpires this year, which I don't know why, but I just heard that yesterday. So anyway. Well, these, well, I'll, I will say this with, with the new umpires, um, obviously these are guys that are being promoted. And so they know all these rules, which is a positive thing. And the new pitchers too know the, the pitch clock. Yeah. This yeah. clock's going to not affect. I don't think it's. I think the only thing that, that they're going to do for the uh, postseason is um, not do the ghost runner. I think. Good. Because they did that this past off season. Yeah. Do you think? And here's we don't know the answer to this, but do you think it's possible that with this new pitch clock, that the pitcher's velocity, if they make it to the fifth or sixth inning, is going to be affected? Well, you you and I talked about that a little bit on the the last time we were together uh, for this show, and and that that to me is what we don't know about yet because they're just getting to that point of spring training of going the distance now and what's your durability going to be like uh, when you don't get to sit maybe as long as you're used to and that type of thing and warmer weather, uh, humidity, that, that type of stuff. I mean, we talk about it all the time uh, in, in the heart of the baseball season in July and August, or, you know, depending upon where a team is and there's, they're not indoors and air conditioning and stuff like that, you know, the, the durability of pitchers here right now and what they're going to do on their own to prepare for that, you know? So when Lance Lynn took the mound in the uh, semifinal game that he pitched before he threw a pitch, just from warming up, the dude needed a uniform change. I mean, he was like lights out sweating. And yeah, I think even he'll, he'll probably sweat it out in uh, Chicago and his first start at, at, um, whatever the name of the field is now, guaranteed rate. Um, last prediction. You ready for this one? All right. Three-game series, Wrigley Field, Crew versus the Cubs. How many do the Brewers win of that three-game series in four days? I think they'll take two out of three. Two out of three? I'll take their pitching staff, low scoring. I know the weather is going to be uh, crummy and cold. I mean, I think we can all see that on the 10-day forecast already. So, uh, yeah. so yeah. And I also wouldn't be surprised if we weren't playing Thursday and we had to play Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So, we'll see. 
No, I think you're right. I think the weather looks like Friday and Saturday are iffy. I saw, I'm going Sunday, I saw 59 degrees on one television station predicting. So there could be some heat stroke going on there. But Arizona's been pretty cold too, but I don't know. You know, the the it's hard to say, like, the Cubs hit Burns pretty well. But who who are the Cubs? You know, was that Chris Bryant or was it Ian Happ? So, yeah. um, you know, I agree a hundred percent. Those type of uh, comparisons, boy, especially this year, got to go out the window. Yeah. Doesn't matter what who's done well against a team. Um, there are so many new faces and stuff. Well, the good news and the bad news for you and your crew is you only play the Cubs twelve times. Instead of 18. I'm going to miss playing the Cubs that many times. I won't miss the Reds or the Pirates. But I'll miss the Cubs. Playing I mean, that just much. from a boredom standpoint, it's good that they changed that. Oh, I know it's good. I, I've been I've been petitioning for that for years, that we needed to have the schedule we're going to see this year. Um, and, and they finally got it done. So I, that that part of me is really looking forward to the baseball season. It's going to be a lot fresher throughout the season instead of getting into those points where you're like, oh, the Reds are in town for four, then I'm playing the Cubs for three, and then I'm going to Cincinnati for four more, and then I'm playing the Pipe. So, you, I mean, they, they, they went 20, 25 games in a row. Every, every division team does of playing that many games against the same teams. Brutal. That it was brutal. So – when you're the commissioner and I'm the uh, president of the Cubs, man, we'll make some, we'll, we'll get things moving in the right direction. I Hell yeah. Promise. Hell but yeah. Are the Bucks trending up or down? Up. Up? Yep. I've heard 76ers are coming on strong. Well, they're, they are coming on strong. It's going to be, it's going to be the Bucks, Boston and Philadelphia battling it out here, but there's only 10 games left. So. So they, are they all in the East? That's how much I know. Yes, yes. And who's going to win the West? Do you have a prediction? Uh, Denver. Denver. Ooh, cool. And and Denver and the Bucks play tomorrow night. So that'll be a NBA Finals preview. So when I said Colorado will never, ever, ever in the history of anybody win a World Series that didn't go to an NBA championship, I guess they could win the NBA. They won't, though. Maybe they have. I don't know. They won't win the NBA because they got to go through Milwaukee, and that ain't going to happen. All right. (laughs) Love it. All right, buddy. Enjoy the rest of the next couple days. Here's a hint. Call your kids. Have them bring some friends over because there might just be some food at your house to eat, all right? I love it, man. I love it. All right, buddy. You're a good guy. Thanks, and uh, hold on. Don't go anywhere. Man, we lost our main man, Craig Kashan. He had to go tend to the big feast that uh, on the lighter side of baseball provided for him. I mean, in five years, we've sent him two slabs of barbecue. If that ain't good enough for a pay, I don't know what is. But at any rate, that's going to do it for today. I hope you've enjoyed the show. It's always fun having Craig. We made our predictions. We got a little bitching off of our chest. And, uh, you know, until the next time, uh, in the, the next week, I expect to have uh, Mike Diaz join the show again. That'll be Wednesday, and that's a hoot. I mean, I don't even have to – I don't have to prepare. You probably don't think I prepare anyway, but he's going to be on, and you ask him one question, and he's off to the races. And then a uh, friend of mine through Dave Nelson, way back when Nelly had the golf tournament for the uh, um, home in, in St. Croix, uh, we had uh, – a chance to get together with John Warden. He's going to join the show, and he's a hoot. I mean, he's just funny. He's a he's a good guy, and and uh, makes a pretty pretty good living of being funny talking about baseball. But uh, he was four and one for the Tigers in 1968. They went to the World Series, and he was the only guy on the roster that didn't play, didn't get in hook game. So that shows where uh, his talents were. And then he's out of baseball after he suffered an injury. But anyway. We'll have a good time with John. He's a good guy, and he was a good baseball player, and he's got a baseball card, which is more than me. So for Spotify, Apple, iTunes, SoundCloud, and anywhere else you get your podcasts, this is maybe the longest-running podcast in the history of podcasts. Certainly it is when you compare it with the listening audience. 
numbers. So we're going to keep going. Our sponsors are happy uh, and we're happy because we don't have any sponsors. So I hope you laughed a little bit, man. As I said with Craig, that was the only thing wrong with Smoltz is it's not funny. Have some fun. Lighten up, man. There's always, always something fun to laugh about in baseball. So for the lighter side of baseball, that's it for now. Uh, I hope everything goes well and we will see you down the road. 